0: Are you ready to organize your amazing ideas into a powerful book? It's time to write your book. Welcome to The Write Hour, nonfiction tips from The Write Coach, and I'm Joyce Glass, your host. I am so glad you joined me today. Welcome to episode 304 of the Right Hour. This season, we are hearing from some accomplished writers. But do you ever feel you are out of your element to write? Well, today, my guest, Rukshana Trium, shares her courageous story on how she gained confidence over time to share and write her story. Rukshana is a former refugee and immigrant from Mozambique. Now, she's the CEO of a woman's coaching business called Women's Lifestyle Coaching, where she helps women overcome their rough past and create their desired beautiful life through nature retreats and online coaching programs. Rukshana holds a BA degree of science in human development and now a lifestyle coach. When she's not working, she's spending time with her family and volunteering, taking women in the outdoor adventures and prepping meals for the women's shelter. You will love to hear her story from refugee camps to owning her own business. We had some fun talking about the hereafter, and I know you will enjoy today's podcast. Now, let's be bold and share our story. Welcome to the next episode of The Right Hour, and this week, I'm so excited to have Rikshana on with us. Rikshana, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much, Joyce, for having me here. I'm honored to be here on the show.
0: Well, I am interested to hear more of your story. So why don't you tell us about you and your interesting journey that you had, as well as your journey to becoming a writer?
1: I would love that. So I was originally born in Mozambique, and I left the country of war when I was five years young. And I went to Malawi, which is another country of um, next to it, and we lived there for five years as a refugee and then just as five years settled in, we moved to another country called Zambia as a refugee. So I spent 10 years in the refugee camp. And that's a lot of trauma. And, you know, with so much trauma and your journey, you have a lot to write and to reflect on. And that's how my journey started about writing.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So what inspired you to write about it, though? What, at what point were you able to write about it? Because was it hard to write about?
1: It was. It was It was really reliving the moments of those memories that kept haunting me every single day. You know, one of the memories were waiting in line in a hundred and Nine, ten degrees of hot sun for food, not knowing if I was going to get the food for my family since I am the eldest of, uh, of five children. So those memories kept hunting me back. So the only way that I figured that would go away, those memories would go away, is to write them down. So when I did write them down, I was able to create that space and then to share it with other people. And started with sharing with friends and shared it on social media. And it really gave that inner peace that, that was, it was like healing. It yeah. was so healing to me. It and It's very that, yeah.
0: healing to write something about traumatic events in our lives. And a lot of people don't understand that. I think it gives our brain a chance to process that event. Absolutely. You know how it affects us.
1: Yes and I and I didn't know what I was do- doing I just wanted it to go away because it just kept coming back and you as you know with a lot of people who have those traumas is they're not able to move forward they're stuck in that story they're stuck in those old patterns and old right. behaviors and when I wrote it gave me permission to let it go to release and then to move on to the next thing because then I was able to share it with others
0: right which brings on the healing then yes stuff yeah well, tell us, um, the title of your first book was, uh, what was that again? The
1: the title of the first book is Living from Strength and Faith, A Rough Hike from Refugee to Success.
0: I love that. And, so, and I'm sure it was a very rough hike. Well, <laughs> I, as I mentioned before we got on the recording, and I you know, admire your ability to live, not only live through it but thrive because so many don't thrive after something like that. Like you said, they stay stuck in the past because they don't find the healing. So, uh, and this kind of segues into our next question. How do authors build confidence to start the business of writing? Because that confidence obviously has to come from sometimes you have to be in a better place to write than writing from a place of just pain if you haven't healed, right?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, not only to write, I, I hear people says, I don't like to write. Okay. If you don't write, like to write, record it. Again, it, it's going back to that, creating that space of that story that's repeating in our mind over and over that story is waiting to be released. Um, and you know, having the confidence is of course to share your story. If you cannot share with everybody else, start sharing with your friends. Start sharing in your community. Start sharing with close people. As when you get a little confidence, you get a little, uh, you feel better. That okay, I shared with my friends and my family. Now you can start sharing on social media. Because what you you don't realize is everybody has a struggle somehow your story is going to spark someone else to to inspire them to make a movement in their life to inspire them to move away where they are so it really it's building that little steps you know those baby steps so share with your friends and your family share it in your community share it on social media and um what whatever it is whether it's writing whether it's on video whatever so just start small
0: definitely definitely And that also, you know, sharing it with others then also helps you process that story in a way that you can write it out if if writing is your goal then, which most people listening to their podcast, that is their goal is to write, either write about their story or write something that's going to be relevant that teach people about their story. Like yours was finding success, even though you've been through something traumatic. You know, that I think is a wonderful way to share it and then, and frame it. Because it, like we talked about earlier, everything that happens to us helps build us. Yes. It, it's like a building block. And the more we take it in and the more we actually feel it and allow it to go through us. And then, like you said, release it. Mm -hmm, sometimes mm -hmm. people try to avoid pain when really we need to go through the pain
1: yes you have to walk through the discomfort that's the only way through and a lot of people are very afraid of feeling you know those discomforts but you have to work it is healing when we walk through it even though it's painful it is healing you're going to come out of the other side so much stronger because you did through it
0: right And, and i know for me and this was probably for you now you can look back at it and it doesn't hurt the same way. There's that little pang of, you know what happened, but it's not that crushing pain like it was at first, correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. And also not only the pain, it's also that connection that you have more empathy, sympathy for others. Like, right. you know, whatever someone is going through, it really makes us as human. We build that connection. that's like, I know how it feels like someone is sharing with you their story. You know, you can say, I know how it feels because I've been there. It makes that connection to a human, you know, human being or family or friends or community. So and that's what it's for. It's there for that. And like we can relate in that relationship brings us together.
0: Definitely. So what do you find the process build confidence? What do you recommend people do to help them? build confidence? Is there something besides sharing or is sharing the only thing or did you journal? What are some things that you did?
1: Uh, One of the things um, I did start with building confidence is I started sharing um, my story on, on social media. Mm-hmm. And that was very big and bold for me to do that because uh, I felt like my friends knew me, they knew my story, they've been repeating over and over. They kind of they were telling my story also with other people. So, but what I did is I I shared it on on social media through a live video, and then that broke into conversation. So it really gave me the confidence. People wanted to know more, so I said, okay, well then I'm gonna turn this into a uh, a blog and then i wrote like a big blog about it and people wanted to know more behind it so i think that when you start sharing your story not it builds that connection it's also healing for other people but also it gave me the confidence that said if i could do a live video i can transcribe this information into a blog and then i can also turn this blog into little inspiration snippets you know like a meme you know with s- right. certain words I would say I'm like wow I'm pretty brilliant I didn't even know I said that did I say that <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: funny how you can find those little nuggets of gold and things you write yeah
1: stuff. like I'm looking at my old videos of probably three years ago and I'm looking at the, those a little like wow I'm pretty brilliant I said that and then I turned out into memes and again I think it's that baby steps that I was talking about you know you share one thing that leads to another thing but it all starts going back to that commitment of yourself for you to do it. You have to be wanting to do it. And that commitment for yourself, it really also means you showing up for that book. That book really deserves to be shared with the world. Your message deserves to be shared with the world. I really feel that There are people out there waiting to hear that message and they can only hear it, wait to hear it from you. Only you can deliver it and they're waiting to hear it from you.
0: Right, and that's what I share a lot too is your story may resonate with someone that my story may not resonate with. Mm -hmm. And there's something that will speak to their heart that my story may not. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that's why it's important to have more stories. And even though there's tons of books out there there's always room for one more, yes, in one way or another. Whether you're published traditionally or self published, there's always room for one more because even if it only affects one person, it's that one person that maybe you needed to change, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that and that is, you know, in our success driven world, we don't always see that as success, yes, but that is success, yes, because if you can change the trajectory of one person's life, you've done a great thing. Mm-hmm. And but just by sharing it.
1: Yes. I, I so agree. Joyce. And then that's not only the, I was just talking to a client yesterday and I said, you know, if you can do that change and I was, what I was seeing is the little multiple changes that she, she was doing in her family with her kids. And then I said, well, look at that. That's next generation of you helping them through that difference. And just imagine what their kids are going to do in their schools, in their football community, in their basketball community. It's that multiple impact that we're doing. We, I mean, even though it is that one person, but remember how that one person is going to make us a bigger change in the longer run. I really believe that, especially
0: right, that as the-
1: moms. Yeah. Yeah. As, as moms, I mean, I came from a village in Africa and we do a lot of that, like you empower women and she takes care of her family and her village. And it's the same concept here, but even though through social media, we might do that, we're doing the same thing to one person. It's a multiple change, that domino effect of change that the, the, the hope and the, what is it called? That um, we are the change that we hope to see in the world by just making one change at a time.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So why do you feel like most people struggle with building confidence, whether it be they've been through a refugee camp or any kind of traumatic event in their life? And sometimes people just haven't even been through a traumatic event. They just don't feel that they're worth much. Why do you think most people struggle with this?
1: I feel that most people struggle with it because... Um, they're so distracted, so much distraction in the world and they have so many ideas and they just have to be committed to that one idea and, um, and take the time once they're committed to that idea, but take the time to invest in themselves. You know, um, writing a book, yes, we can do it alone, but we also need help. Yeah. We can be in one area what we're good at, but we're not good at other things. And I share this with everybody. English is not my first language. I learned how to write and read English here in the United States. But that doesn't limit me to write a book. I asked people to help me um, edit some of my work and put things together. So get people to help you what you're not good at and focus what you're good at. Right. So. You know, I mean, again, commitment to yourself and keep showing up for your dreams and schedule that in your calendar. And, you know, just keep doing it. You know, I mean, if you believe in something, you're going to show up for it every single day. Like when we have a family, we believe in our family. We show up for them no matter what every single day. You know, and that's the same thing with your dreams and writing that book. Show up every single day for five minutes and write that book and spend five minutes writing in and um.
0: Yeah, getting it out, getting it out. Yes, yes. So what mistakes do you see people making on this journey to writing and building confidence? What mistakes have you noticed?
1: Mistakes, I, I've noticed the mistake is they'll get started and then just said, oh, that's not for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody will resonate. And I'm going to go back what you said, Joyce. Your story is going to connect with someone. We are human beings. We are all connected somewhere somewhere your story will inspire someone somehow so again just you know just keep showing up for yourself show up for your dreams
0: yes definitely well i love to hear how other writers accomplish their writing time what is your writing routine do you have a special place or a special time or do you like to go to coffee shops what do you like to do
1: I love to write when um, I get up early in the morning I do my coaching calls and then when I'm done I meditate and then after I meditate um, that is the best time all my juices starts flowing my ideas and sometimes my juices are flowing so fast I can't write so I record it because I just had that cup of coffee I can't keep up, so my mind will just keep running, So for about five, sometimes ten minutes, I'll go on. I'll record everything, and I'm about um, I bought an app for an, a transcriber. They would just transcribe everything. I was like, wow, that's juicy stuff. That's good. Who wrote that? And again, it's that, <laughs> it's, <laughs> that <you> know, <laughs> it's that connection to to the you know to God to the higher power to the universe, whatever, I think when I get quiet with myself, that's all the ideas come in. So I write early in the morning. Yeah, I write in the morning for about for five minutes I spend. And not all those are going to be books. Some of them are just inspiration. Those are going to come in later when someone else needs to hear that. So some of them mm-hmm. will be books and some of them won't. So the best time is in the morning after meditation.
0: Definitely. I agree. I, I, well, I like to quiet myself too before I write because it also – then it also, your brain's like, okay, it's time to be creative.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) You know, and if you got too much noise going on in your head, it's really hard to be creative. Yes. You may have to write out your to-do list. If something keeps nagging at you and you're like, I need to make sure I remember this and this, write out your to-do list so you can get it out of the way and put it away until you're done and then spend some time writing. So that's definitely great.
1: That's the other thing. Yeah. That I just bouncing off what you just said is I'm, I'm co-writing a, a book with another friend of mine and she is, um, she has a hard time focusing. So what we did is we went into nature. So there's the, there is, um, there is no reception in nature. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we turn on our recorder and we're just like, so away from all the distraction and all the noise we're immersed, you know, in this beautiful creative place. And, uh, you know before, um, we had spent about probably three hours in there, but what came out was about 300 pages of good information,
0: wonderful,
1: and I well, you know, that was like all recorded information, but we then transcribed it. It was about 300 pages. So now we have to remove certain things that doesn't work and we have to organize all the things. But that's a great way to, if you don't want to write, just record all your ideas and get away from the distraction. Whatever works for you, find that thing that works for you. So that worked for us.
0: Right. And that, and that goes along with what I tell people a lot too, is just do a free write mm-hmm. first or a free audio. <laughs> yes, Just yes. talk your ideas out. And if you are better audio, do it that way. You know, mm-hmm. or for me, it's I'm visual and writing. Yeah. Audio, I would like I would probably be like talk for ten minutes and go, "No, what was I talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Listen to it again. Oh yeah. <laughs> Whereas if I'm writing, I can kind of scan back. Okay, I was talking mm-hmm. about this. So this is where I was going with that. Yeah. Yes. Because my ADD brain will squirrel. I mean, I walk from one side of the kitchen to the other, and I'll be like what was I doing?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I was doing laundry.
0: <laughs> Have you ever heard the joke of the woman, the pastor came in and, and she was not doing well and wasn't going to live long. And, um, and I think he was just busier her. And, and, and she said to him, I'm worried. And he said, what are you worried about? She goes, I'm worried about the hereafter. He goes, what do you mean? She goes, I walk into a room and I wonder what I'm here after. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. I'm worried about the hereafter a lot too. <laughs> what am I hereafter? <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. So I don't know if his age or what, but mm-hmm. <laughs> <someday>. yeah. <laughs> so, or- no, a lot of it's... I've got too much going on. There's like 15,000 things going on and my brain's trying to do them all at once and then it it has a shutdown every now and
1: then. <laughs> yes. Done, and, and, it's, and it's going to happen over and over too. I mean, as as more things we have to do, as more things we have to uh, accomplish, you know, and, and more technology and more noise around us, it, it's going to happen. You know, there's studies that say that our oh, attention span is nine seconds and the rats are about 12 seconds. I'm like, Wow! <laughs> 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 the rats have more, us. that's scary <laughs> <laughs> but you know going by knowing exactly what works for you and writing and uh, you know recording find things but anybody can write a book anybody
0: yes and i agree mm-hmm. with we, help if if mm-hmm. you've never written a book mm-hmm. get your ideas out and work with a coach Yes, uh, you know writing coach book coach whatever they call themselves mm-hmm. do that or an editor, either way, it, they mm-hmm. will help you make it beautiful. That's the yes. whole point. That's the whole point of making it. Um, and then it 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 really helps because I'm reading something right now that somebody self-published and I'm struggling because there's a lot of grammar errors and mm. I'm seeing like obvious grammar errors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the writing's just kind of, um, I don't know how to even describe the writing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a great story, mm-hmm. but she could use some help in making it a little better. better. And, yeah. And yeah. so even if you self-publish, it mm-hmm. will do you well to hire someone to help you. And it's an yes. investment in yourself and in your book. And if you want your book to sell, yeah. then you you want to make that investment. You know, I think it's yes. great.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things, because I was so scared of writing what I I did is I started when I started doing the live videos I turned them into blogs and then I had so many blog material that was literally enough for a book. And then what I did is I composed that into a book because each blog was like a chapter. But mm-hmm. you know, I already had that information. Some of the information I had to move it around based on what chapter I wanted to cover it. But I really, I, a lot of people, especially businesses don't realize this, they have a lot of content already. They have information already. Their video is information. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, their blogs is already information. Like put those together you have probably three four books you know right, and th- people right. don't realize that yeah right
0: my only caution is that yes you can do that just get help because I I, mm-hmm. I have a um a. I think one of the my podcasts is about blogging your book and yes. I said yes you can and no you can't just don't take your blogs and throw them together and call them a book please no
1: no <laughs> I I hired a coach. I actually worked with a coach who helped. Yeah, I could, like I said, it's not my strength. I mean, writing is not my strength, but I had information. A coach literally helped me break it down and put in chapters and actually we removed different things that not even belong in the books were just my opinions and me (laughs) blabbering and me ranting about something and she's like okay this is she would circle that she's like this is a rant we're not gonna put in here this is you just blabbering it doesn't make sense like I said but I did have a lot of information to put in the book so yes hire people who can help you absolutely I believe in that you know focus on what you're good at and then hire people who what they're good at and then they can help you do that
0: exactly exactly so do you have anything else that you want to share to encourage people who maybe are struggling with their writing or um, are new to writing do you have anything any encouragement for them
1: I would just encourage them I would encourage you all to just keep showing up for yourself showing up for that book there is someone who is waiting to hear your message Uh, some person who is waiting and they can only hear it from you and Um, I believe that if you keep that information to yourself, that is very selfish of you. You should share with the world and share, you know, make that impactful changes that we want to see and help someone else. So don't keep that to yourself, share it with the world.
0: Definitely, I agree, and I'm glad you said that to make sure you share it with the world. And just so people know, it took me four years to write my first book. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, and some people I've heard it took them 10 years. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that it'll take you four years. Part of that, I was working mom and just didn't know Mm -hmm. what to do. If you work with someone or get some guidance, that will help you be able to do it faster. But just know, give yourself at least a year to a year and a half because it's going to take that long for everything what I call marinate, you know, to Mm -hmm. to get the information out then to let it sit for a little bit so you can your mind can process it and then go back to it and work on it some you know until you can get it like you want it so definitely working with somebody can help you do all of that um but you can start on your own just writing your ideas out or audio Mm -hmm. whichever like we talked about well Rakshana, thank you so much for being here today it has been wonderful i love talking with you and i love hearing your story and of course now I want to go buy your book cuz I need to find out the story. Uh, but it, it sounds like it was a, a, an amazing journey that you went through. That was some, you know, really tough things that you overcame and I I love to hear stories like that. It's just as powerful.
1: Thank you Joyce for having me and it, again it's an honor to be able to do that and um for having me uh, do this opportunity to be on the on podcast and share the story with others. I really appreciate you.
0: You're welcome. I appreciate you too. Take care. Me too. Thank you for joining me today on The Rhine Hour, nonfiction tips from The Right Coach. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and listen on your favorite app each week. Leave a review and let others know how they can learn about the craft and business of writing. It's time to write your book.